0: Are all hidden things bad, or are there some hidden things that we need to find? And it would be really good. You know, when I was a kid and we would play hide and seek, um, man, it was a lot of fun to be the hider because you got somebody trying to find you, and when they're seeking you out, and you feel pursued. Especially when they really can't find you, but now they're working hard. They got some other people to help, you know. Man, they want to find you. It's great. But maybe I'm the only one that experienced this, but I'm pretty sure many of us have. There's that time where, you know, the one kid is a little bit too full of himself to put too much effort in it. Okay? He doesn't really want to find you. And so he might even come up with a plan to, like, let's pretend we're going to find him, but really let's just leave him sit there. Okay, let's play this little game with them. Let's, you know, and I'm telling you what, as a kid, at one time in particular, I mean, it was the most devastating thing to no longer be sought after until everybody was <laughs> till everybody was uh, found and the game another round of the game could begin. What a devastating feeling. You're sitting in that closet. It's hot, sweaty, you're trying not to breathe too loud. And, you know, nobody comes. Next thing you know, you smell popcorn and you realize that everybody <laughs> went to, to go have a snack and, and they don't care. They don't care that you're, that you're hiding there. Um, but you want to be sought and you want to be found, okay? So, what is the point of this story? Well, sometimes we play some games with God, do we not? Okay? Oh yeah, let's play the game. The Lord says seek and, and you'll find me. Call on me while I while I may be found. You know, if if somebody can't find somebody in hide and seek, the least they could do and, and a lot of people have is, hey, where are you? We can't find you, you know, and, and so then you at least know <laughs> that they cared enough to get you out of whatever cramped spot you were, uh to try to hide. But God says, you know, call on me. So in a way he's kind of He's kind of hiding, and we're supposed to be the seekers. Hide and seek with God. This will be fun, new concept for people. Okay, um, so so we're supposed to seek God, and um, well, He may be found. And and in order to to do that, to find Him, we have to hide something in our hearts. Anybody know what it is? Psalm one nineteen eleven. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So if we do not hide his word in our heart, then what do we hide in our heart? Ooh, I think everybody knows the answer to this question. We can hide a million things. We can hide the truth about a situation. We can hide a a porn or alcohol addiction. We can hide bad thoughts about this or that. Um, Oh my gosh, we hide a lot of things. But what are we supposed to hide in our hearts? His word so that we would not end up hiding other things. Okay. So. So if you've ever experienced or witnessed that tragic interaction in the game of hide and seek between children, um, then, you know, maybe you could get an idea of how God might feel when we're like, oh, yeah, I'm all about you. I'm going to go after you wholeheartedly and. I just can't wait. It'll be great. And we'll be together again once I seek you out. And then we drop the ball and go, you know what? The popcorn smells good. I think I'll go downstairs and do that instead. Um, How does God feel? Well, I'm going to tell you a little story to give you a scenario of how this might uh, look to God, okay? So let's say you have two people and both of them are going to rehab. One is very quiet and reserved, doesn't talk much about his problems. He's hiding a lot. There's a lot in there. He's hiding. Except through all of that that he's not saying, he's not hiding the fact that he's hiding. Like, it's very obvious that he's hiding. He doesn't care if people know that he's hiding everything. He's not about to, to trust enough to say too much. So then there's the there's the other person the second person he comes in talking all day about his problem and how he knows it's wrong and he is so glad that God is going to deliver him and they have chapel and he gets up there and he wails and cries out to God and raises his hand and then he you know praises and rejoices that now God has delivered him. Which one is playing a game with God? How many of my listeners know the answer to that question? Person number two is hoping that they can hide behind the behavior of a Christian with no heart work done they observe how Christians do they go okay this is what you do you you go up to the altar every time you cry and you pray and you do all these things and you know some of these people are well intended they literally don't know any better they have no idea how to soul search but person number one is sitting there quietly and everybody's like wow they've, they've really got they've really got some problems because they like they won't even talk about it and person number one is sitting there going you know I don't I'm tired of playing games. I don't want to do anything that's not genuine. But then they watch person number two and they go, God, what if you're real, why why don't I get delivered like that? You know, because they might be naive in and, and not discerning in how or why someone can go, like, say, in a week of being in rehab, to like, yes, my whole life has changed. <sighs> I've been a personal witness to this kind of thing. Um, with a year-long program, at the end of it, there, there's the there's the graduates, right? And there's the one graduate that has played the game the whole time. Behind the scenes, they're leaving the property. They're they're trying to gank cigarettes. They're sneaking phone calls. This kind of thing. But man, have they been up at that altar and they're crying out to God. They're doing all these things uh, visually. You know, for people to see that makes it look like this has really worked. And to the non-discerning person, they wouldn't know any different. They really think that they're going to launch out and back into the world and they've just been set free and delivered, okay? But then there's the other guy that maybe stayed quiet through the whole year, a lot of the time, but his conversations with God were real and they were in private. Maybe by the end of the year, he finally got the nerve up to to raise his hands around other people, but he would never do it if it wasn't coming straight from his heart and spirit and truth. But he may not be revered by the leadership of a of a Christian establishment. He may, hopefully, <laughs> he would, but he may, he may not be revered like like the other person would. That's that's hooping and hollering about their deliverance. Now, I'm not saying you you are are better off to not talk about how God delivered you. I'm saying. You talking about it doesn't make it the case if you haven't done the hidden work inside. So person number one might be hiding God's word in his heart so that when he gets out, he might not sin against God. Whereas person number two might be just busying themselves, convincing people, people, not God, that they're going to get out and be okay and behave correctly because they don't get it. They don't get what it's about. So what are we hiding in our hearts? We need to hide his word in our hearts so that we might not sin. So that we might replace any hidden sins that are in our hearts with his word instead. So that when we play hide and seek with God, We are really seeking him, and we find him, and then we go and enjoy popcorn together because it's amazing to have a great snack with a friend rather than the little twinge of guilt you might feel because you played a trick on that person that's still sitting in the closet while you go have your popcorn and your soda. Now, maybe not everybody's going to track with that analogy, but I'm telling you, God will not be mocked. Okay? God doesn't sit in a closet and cry. He moves on to the next person that will seek him. So let's not play games with God by, by trying to convince the people around us that what God's doing in our life is legitimate when we don't even know where he is. Right? Let's seek him, find him, let his spirit lead what we should do. How we, how we should behave, how much of engaging in worship, testimonies, deliverance, or any of that he wants us to do, not what we think the church expects. Let's not play games. Let's hide the right thing in our heart so the right thing can be exposed.